Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Psychic Hour. I'm Christy Brower here with, back by popular demand, my good friend, Dr. J.J. Kelly. Welcome hey. to the show, J.J. I'm so excited that you invited me back so quickly. That was such a good time. I'm I'm grateful. Thanks. We, we have a blast around here. So, yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Good. Yeah. So... Uh, if you're just joining, we are live on, well, two Facebook pages and three YouTube channels. So you're finding us somewhere. Uh, join us in the chat if you would like to. We love to hear from you. If you're listening after the fact, welcome, welcome. We love having you here as well. Welcome to our chatters, Barbara, Cranky, Jody, uh, Bianca. And I know lots more of you will be here very soon, but it's nice to have you all here. Oh, Jr. Now we just need RJ. We have a JR and an RJ. So I'm always like, they need to both be here. It feels weird. How do I see the, not that I should see uh, the chat, but Up in the oh, corner comments. where it says comments. Click on right. that. Oh, hey, Paula, nice. welcome. Yeah. I remember, I remember now you Babushka. can see the chat. Yeah, I remember Cranky Babushka. I do. That's a best whisk- YouTube username. Wisco gal. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we always kick this show off with the very important question of what did you have for dinner? So chatters, please be feel free to tell us. JJ, have you had any chance for dinner? You I haven't had. Dinner. I've been working all day. I have not had dinner. It will probably start with the Manhattan. Uh, hey, <laughs> I mean, what is wrong with that? Nice. Yeah, I don't know. I have no plan. I. I am bad at planning for dinner, you know, whatever. Me, me too. A little while ago, Rhonda's like, uh, you want to go to Chili's? Sure. Whatever. So we went to Chili's. <laughs> yeah. You decide. Yes. I mean, yes, I know. Yeah. The whole, what do you want to have for dinner? I don't know. What do you uh, want? I don't know. Soul what do you crushing. Wanna... Yes, it is. I'm uh, like, I'm just opening DoorDash. Okay. <laughs> so we can stop having this conversation. Totally. <laughs> Ooh, but look at all the good things people are I know. listing. So yes. <laughs> Paula, fried chicken and mac and cheese. Uh, Lana, man. chicken and rice soup. Karinki, vegetable stir fry with beef. Trying to go low carb. Good job. Oh, and you feel great. You like it. That's so cool. Good for you. That low carb, you know, I did it for a long time. And as a diabetic, it sucks. Does it? I just feel like I can't get off the couch. Like there's just nothing. And I am still low carb, but like keto, oh, no, it was awful. Uh, let's see. Oh, <laughs> Jody has had dieters tea. Okay, Jody, I, you might want some food in there. I don't know, or or not. Uh, Lauren, pizza is on the way. Jr. Ice cream, nice, nice. Yeah, <laughs> that seems like a no plan dinner right there. <laughs> I like the dieter's tea. That's hilarious. All right. Well, you guys know that this is our marching order show. So the first Thursday of every month, we give a reading for every sun sign to give you an idea of kind of what to expect coming up for the month of June. And I've asked JJ to throw in some emotional intelligence. So I'm going to do a reading. I'm using uh, the Psychic Tarot tonight, my favorite card deck. And then uh, JJ's going to just, she's going to freestyle some stuff for us, which is going to be great. <laughs> you got let's this. See. Yeah, let's see. Brandy says, we are moving and applesauce was all I could find. Hell, I mean, oh. at least it's something. <laughs> oh, man, how much applesauce do you have to eat to make your stomach full? Right? <laughs> to make that feel like dinner. <laughs> yes. Mm. Cranky would like some uh, raspberry sherbet, please. Oh, nice. Hey, Renee, welcome. All right, so we are still in... Wait a minute. I am so... You guys, it's Gemini, isn't it? We're not in Taurus, we're in Gemini. Wait, I thought Taurus was by the... Taurus, May? Let's see. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, but it's June. Taurus ended May 21st. Oh, Taurus is before. Yeah. See, I see Katie, my sister, she's way better at this than me. And every time Mm. I get this fucked up. Okay. It's Gemini. We're starting with Gemini tonight because it is 
still Gemini season. There we go. All right. Renee says she barely knows what day it's knows what day it is. Hey, no shit, dude. Huh? Me yeah. too. I'm always looking at my phone. What's the date? What is today? I don't fucking know. And the holiday and like starting on Tuesday. Oh my god, it's just like oh. all over. It was all over before it started. Maybe. Right, the whole yeah. week. It's like I don't have no idea. I have no idea what day it is. Yeah, same. Okay, so so Gemini. Let's see, Gemini. Got coming up this month. <laughs> ah, ooh, I like this. Excuse me, the wisdom card. Generally, when this card comes up, it is a reminder that you are not actually in all of this by yourself. You're not alone. And if you're struggling with some decisions or you're having a difficult time making sense of something in your life, it's time to seek some wisdom. So that could mean a person that is supportive of you, an advisor. It could mean reading a book or taking a course. It just means to branch out from yourself because um, you might, you know, have a lot of shit spinning up there in the top of your head. And you can't quite get out of it to get to a place of full understanding. And that's what the wisdom card represents. So this month, it's really important to just be seeking out help and guidance and support and not being afraid to seek out wisdom from other people. And I know it's a man in this card. And that's the only thing I don't like about this card. <laughs> like, it doesn't have to be a guy. I promise. It can very much be a, a female identifying human. So, mm -hmm. given that, JJ, what do you think? Yeah. What is well, Gemini the first, thing, the first thing, the first thing I thought is um, how I'm going to see you for a visit, but still I was all heated about some interactions and I still called you. Right. <laughs> I, I could have waited, you know, I could have waited and it's not like I'm so impulsive. I can't, you know. But yeah. uh, I can handle my own shit. But I'm trying to, like, reach out for help more. Yeah. And asking for help, you know, and that the vulnerability that comes from asking for help is courage. And that is strength. It's not weakness. You know, growing up Midwestern and Irish, you know, I didn't ask for help. I just did all my shit myself. I lone wolfed it forever. And I'm, I've actually had to work the last few years on asking for help. And when you find somebody that you trust, which doesn't happen all the time. So you don't want to just ask anybody. They have to have made it into the circle of trust, you know? Yeah. You don't just go polling people. That's what sometimes people do. They go polling everyone that they know as a way of offloading responsibility, that's really different than like going to someone you trust, saying the vulnerable thing, and then listening to them. Because I think when people do that polling of several people, they're not really listening. They're just trying to barf their shit on other people and offload the anxiety or the anger or whatever. That's not yeah. wisdom. That's like, Oh, making someone your projection bin. And how in irritating is it to be on the receiving end of that? Where like they seem like they're asking for help and then they don't do it. They blow off what you're saying or they yeah, but as you're saying it. Mm -hmm. And you're like, well, fuck me then. I guess I don't. What the hell are you asking me for that? Yeah. So Absolutely. doing it in earnest instead of just a way to offload all that shit. Mm -hmm. Know the difference and be honest with yourself about what you're actually doing in the seeking. Are you seeking attention? Are you seeking connection and actual help? You know, like there's a yeah. difference, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. And and the, the word that I love that you used the most was courage. That it takes courage to really ask. Like, I really want to know. I really yeah. want your opinion and your support, not just, yeah, I'm going to, it reminds me of working on a psychic hotline when I know from the conversation I have with someone that they've now talked to, I'm like the 10th person they've asked the same question to. And I'm like, Oh, why? No, <laughs> why, why, why? No, yeah. don't like that at all. Mm -mm. No, not cool. 
Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, cranky. Don't you love being the offload person, but when you need help, crickets. <laughs> yes, I love that you said crickets. That's a Wisco thing to say. <laughs> brothers are like, and then I got crickets, tough crowd. These are the jokes, people. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but yes, I and I've always been the offload person. I mean, now I do it for money, so it's a little more fair. But, um, but I'm gonna, I'm not challenging you, cranky pants. I'm saying for myself, when I changed over to being more vulnerable, I realized that people weren't able to meet me in that right away because I had already trained them to ignore my needs. Uh, and then I point. changed and I changed the rules. And then I was like, what the hell? When do I ever ask for help? And now I ask for help and you're blowing me off. I think that people need a minute to adjust um, to us asking for what we need. If that's historically, I'll speak for myself. It wasn't historically what I had done. And I was really impatient right away because it was scary for me to do. And I do it so infrequently. Um, but, you know, at, at a certain point, pick up an amount of time, give them a two months or a year or two years or whatever. And if they still aren't coming around, maybe you could be like, hey, dude, like this has to change. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because we do. We, we train people how to treat us for yeah. better or worse. Yeah. I definitely uh, and, treated people to ignore my shit. Right. Oh, yeah. Me too. Me too. Uh, Amy says... <laughs> Oh, I call those people assholes. <laughs> yeah. I like that, Amy. <laughs> yeah. uh, Renee says, I always thought if I offered myself that that one day it would be my turn. <laughs> yeah, no. Right. I think we do think that. And, you know, I mm -hmm. think that is often how it goes with female identified people. Mm -hmm. I, not everybody's socialized the same, though, even with yeah. a specific gender identifying group. Like everybody's socialized differently and it's still no excuse for not taking responsibility for asking for what we want or need. So, for sure. Yeah. For sure. But I, I've definitely had that thought too. Sure. Mm -hmm. I have too. Yeah. And you're right, Jody. No one has the same heart we have, you know, we're all different. If only. Yeah. <laughs> These would be a lot damn easier. Wouldn't Shit. Think? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to cancer. Now, you're a cancer. I'm you? a cancer. Everybody thinks I'm Sag or Leo, though. You do come across more. Leo. I would have thought that, too. Yeah, um, really? Mm -hmm. But do you know your rising and your yeah, moon? Oh, yeah. I got tons of Leo and Sag. Oh, you do? Okay, okay. Yeah. so that's where. Because I would have guessed those as well, just from knowing you. But, you know, everybody's signs present a little bit differently you know and our rising sign is a lot of times more personality than our sun sign is so well and i am like jewish mother to all these young people that are my clients you know yes like, you definitely have that family energy it's just a little different like who you choose to be that family yeah totally. yeah all right let's see what cancer needs to know about this month yes christy i know it's gonna take me i've been listening oh. for your wisdom are you oh well thanks ah the financial and material changes card mm. this is always a positive this is growth um a lot of times it means a letting go of something like you have in order to allow financial and material changes it can mean a allowing a change, allowing movement forward in some way. And so I do feel like, because a lot of Cancerians, not a big fan of the change, that that's the, that's the key is allowing change. And what happens often when something like this happens is it immediately feels like fear. I'm going to hold on tight because I don't want anything to get worse. And sometimes we miss those opportunities because of that, you know, digging your heels. And if Katie were here, she'd be laughing her ass off. My sister is a cancer and she oh. hates change. She will use a person until it literally just disintegrates on the pavement. You know, like she doesn't change anything. And so I think that Cancerians are going to see some real change this right. month. But it's change in good ways, change in positive movement forward change. 
Wonderful. And in the finances department, which also, hey, who doesn't want that, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. I've certainly done a lot of excavating recently, as you know. <laughs> so there's room. There you go. New shit. Yeah. You've made the space. Yeah. Now Hell it's yeah. time. So what would you add to that? Oh, I think I think letting go is just really hard. Um, I don't know that if, I mean, for me, for sure. But I think for people, it's hard. Um, it's scary. Again, there's that courage piece. Um, mm -hmm. And also, a lot of shrinks and, like, people just in, like, the uh, toxic positivity realm are always like, just let it go. Just let it go. It's like, well, if I knew how to do that, I already would have done it, fucko. Like, right. Yeah. Um, like it's, people don't teach how to let go. Mm -hmm. You know, we're like Americans, you know, we're the teenagers of the world. We didn't grow up meditating, you know, in Tibet, well, you know, like right. we need help learning how to let go. And I often, you know, I often start people on just even we do it here, like if I can feel that they're pissed off is being capped off and it's spiking their anxiety, I will just have them barf all their pissed off stuff onto a piece of paper and then we'll burn it in a fire together and they'll awesome. say something as they do it. And, and that's a great ritual. I love rituals anyway, but there is a, like psychologically, there is a physical representation of letting go. The paper's actually burning. So yeah. it's not this abstract concept. It is, but you also have a physical representation that's pretty simple. And the, you know, the brain, the American adolescent brain can understand. Right. Yeah. That it's so out there. So let, let what go. What is it? It's invisible. Right. So I agree with you. One it's of my blamey too. Like it is. why don't you just let that go? Yeah, it is. And it's that's a lot harder. My my friend Terry says that sometimes you need to have a session of, with a box of wine and rock throwing at the river. And you just oh, yes. scream all that shit, you know, while you're drinking your Franzia down the, the river. The I love it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It's got to be a box, you know, because you need that representation. Yeah. I think it's true, you know, like. Hell yeah you need some physical action to let it go. And I like the, the burning, um, writing it and burning it too. I think that helps a lot, but if not, you know, go on down to the river, get you some rocks, but don't forget the box of wine. That's very important right. part of this process. <laughs> and change is scary. So validating the fear. And then after you validate the fear being like, all right, universe, Bring it, because I deserve it. I want the new. I can do yeah. the new. I'm scared, and I want it. Yes, yeah. And it's okay to, yeah, it's okay to be both. Like, it's, it's sort of that idea that, well, I'll, I'll make this change when I'm ready. Well, then this is fun, never fucking happen. We ain't never ready. <laughs> ready? For what? We don't even yes. know what's going to happen. Right. That yeah. means for a time when I'm not afraid. Like, you're yeah. always going to be some form of nervous because it's mm -hmm. unknown. So yeah. that time is never, that's a, that's a weirdly normalized thing that people say. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It is. Really and it's like, like diming. Mm -hmm. It just means you're never going to do it your whole life. You're going to be waiting for that moment. And it's never going to come because you have to create it. Totally. Awesome. Well said. All right. Let's see what Leo, you got a Leo. You have a lot of Leo. I'm My too. other sister is a Leo Ah. and I have a niece and four nephews that are Leos. I have a lot of Leo in my family. Wow. So let's see what's happening with Leo and all our Leos here in the chat. Oh, oh, Amy says she's a cancer with Leo rising. Yeah. So mm. these, this is going to cool have meaning for you too. Ooh, back to back. The hope card. Mm. I love this card because it is a reminder that we're never stuck in anything permanently. Like it is okay to have hope that things will get better. And that so much of the game is up here. It's such a head game. 
and allowing yourself to be hopeful and to see the good things are coming and can come, that that has to come before anything else does. You actually have to allow yourself to feel hope. So for Leos, if you've been feeling kind of, you know, like things are never going to get better or never going to change, or you're not going to get the thing that you want to get, this is your reminder that you don't want to set that up with your thinking, like keeping, keeping the door open, that there is always hope and that change is always happening. Like we're never, a lot of times we feel stuck and, and that's such an illusion. We're not really stuck. We're never really stuck, but we create that with our thinking. And so this is a reminder that you don't have to. And it is also a reminder that if you've been going through a challenging time, that things are getting better and the month of June is going to be a better month. Awesome. Which uh, like. What immediately springs to mind is the thought versus thoughts versus feelings. I just yeah. taught a kid today um, the whole feeling thoughts and feelings as fact. We think like you said, I feel like I'm stuck. That's not a feeling. That's a thought. Because yeah. if you replace the word feel with the word think and the sentence still works, it's a thought. It's not a feeling. Ooh, that's so, a good point. <clears throat> that's that's my example. Uh, and, and if the words like or that come after the word feel, that is also a thought, not a motherfucking feeling. This is the ah. example. I feel like <laughs> this is an example I use from back in the day when I did couples therapy, which I hated because you can fight at home for free. Um, and it's like they come so late you know it's like putting a band-aid on a river of blood right let's see um okay there's the example (laughs) okay like you're an asshole is not a feeling right so if you cross out feel and you put think and the sentence still works it's a thought but also if like or that follow feel then it's Still a thought. The only word that can follow the word feel is an emotion word. Happy, sad, scared, ashamed, whatever. So that stuck thing comes from believing your worry thoughts. And if you identify them as worry thoughts instead of fact, then you can walk it back and be like, okay, what am I feeling right now that's generating these thoughts? And I don't have to be worried that you could be mad or whatever, but get to the emotion so you can validate the emotion, which brings it a little closer to baseline. So now you can, you can get, you're closer to baseline so you can make better decisions about how you want to problem solve about this perceived stuckness. You might realize when you get your worry down to baseline, you ain't stuck. You just thought that that second, like you're fine. You just had a spike in fear and then it lied to you and tricked you into believing that you're going nowhere. It's not true. Just because right. you think it when you're emotionally like activated, don't believe everything you think. That's crazy. Uh, we think right. fucked up things. We do. Which is fine that we do that, but we can't believe them. Right. Yeah. Mm-mm. That's awesome. And what a great back. way to tell the difference between a thought and a feeling because our language does not match that well at all. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Dude, this tool, I- I've taught this so many times and it then it allows me to talk to them later about it. I can be like, not a feeling, not a feeling. That ain't a feeling. Give me a feeling. <laughs> or I'll help them walk it back. Like, okay, if you think you're being attacked, how does that Ooh. make you feel? Yeah. Yeah. If you think they're being an asshole, how does that make you feel? Because you're entitled to your opinion. Just don't state it as a fact and don't state it as a feeling. Yeah. State it as an opinion, which it is, which doesn't make it bad. I love that. And, and I, you know, you have taught me that a lot. That has helped me a lot. The idea that just because we think it does not make it true. Thank God. A, a huge amount of the time it is total bullshit. And yes. you can just let that one go. And, you know, let's let's try a different one. Thank you very totally. much. Totally. Yeah. And smart people do it all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, don't you think, I, I think for me and my upbringing, 
that it was easier to identify things like that than to be honest about how I actually felt because I was raised in a religion that didn't allow girls to have bad feelings. I couldn't, I didn't get to be angry or disappointed or pissed off or frustrated or whatever. Like girls don't feel like that. Girls are sweet and kind and serve the world at all times. Don't you know? So framing it like that was a way of getting around the, Oh, what do you girls shouldn't be angry. Girls don't get angry. You fucking kidding me? I was the most furious teenager you've ever met. Yeah. <laughs> With that kind of programming, you're not angry. I'm angry right now. I want to choke you out, dude. Yeah, yeah. I used to slam my bedroom door so hard that the clock would fall off the wall in the living room. Oh, how sad. And it happened like, I don't even know, hundreds of times. I don't know why my mom kept putting up the clock because it was just going to fucking happen again. I don't um, know why she let you slam the door. <laughs> Oh, I was always in trouble for it. But it was like, I couldn't say it. So that was my expression of anger. (laughs) I can still hear that door slam. It was very loud. But yeah, the clock hit the floor so many times. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. The things you remember, right? It's true. It's true. And that feels good to slam doors. It really does. Like satisfying. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Renee, not a feeling. Satisfying. Yeah. Renee says, oh, I still love a go- good door slamming. Well, you know, we can't hang up the damn phone anymore. You can't slam the phone down anymore. Mm-hmm. So you got to have something. Because, boy, I remember those days. Slam the phone, you know. Oh, hell yeah. Now, that's you're out $1,000 if you slam your damn phone. <laughs> yeah, you know? totally, totally. You definitely did not. Um, there, no one got the consequence but you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amy says, since your last time on the show, JJ, I have been using that with my kids. I have a preteen and a five-year-old, and it is so important at that age to understand feelings and how to commu- communicate them product- productively. Totally. I love that it's a teenager and a, what is it, five-year-old? Five, yeah. Oh, yeah. To just normalize it in the family. Like, what are you feeling? Like, he won't do He keeps touching me. Yeah. How does that make you feel? Like, he won't give me back my... He's being mean, right? Isn't that what kids say? Oh, he's being mean. How do you feel? Because he took your toy. How does that make you feel? And then just get them... Even the act of getting them to name the feeling is a little bit of a distraction that disrupts that central nervous system reaction of impulse. Like, it's like, what? What do you mean, how am I feeling? They're mean. No, now we're messing with the story, and that can create new neural pathways that are so useful. That's awesome, Amy. Right on. The whole family's going to be talking like that. That's what I want. I want all families doing that, you know? Mm -hmm. All of the emotions. Right. Everyone, because none are bad, it turns out. Right. Right. Yeah. But if they're not talked about, some are encouraged and some are discouraged, whether it's conscious or unconscious. So much so, because just societally, that already happens to us. And then if there are all those rules, I've been watching, I don't know if any of you have watched this, um, Under the Banner of Heaven on Hulu. It's about um, a murder that happened in Utah uh, in the 70s. What? You and murder. Dude, Dude, I'm a true crimer. What can I say? Uh, But it is like, I had to stop watching it because I was getting really triggered because it was like, oh, this is exactly how I grew up. The the language and everything that they were doing. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay. I remember. I'm going to do something else for a while. Yeah. I'm watching it because we covered this case. And anyway, but um, it's, yeah. Just that idea of like all the language around how you should be communicating and how you should be feeling versus reality. Should. Fuck should. should. Yeah. Such That's a, a shitty word. word. Yeah. Yeah. It is. That and worthy. Fuck off. All the way. Yeah. I will tell you, Renee number two has entered the chat. I am very happy to see that. Does my heart good when both Renees are here? Get worried when you're not here. You know. All right, we are moving on. We just did uh, Leo, so now we're going to do Virgo. I always have to look because they get Virgo and Libra mixed up, and I can't remember which order they're in. But we're doing Virgo. 
fights Ooh. definitely aren't lasting as long. Oh, that's awesome. Crown chakra. Mm -hmm. So, Virgo, this is a reminder to get reconnected. Often when the crown chakra comes up, it's because we're, we've gotten kind of disconnected from whatever your spirituality is, whether you pray or you write or you meditate or whatever you do to just feel connected. I feel like Virgos have been feeling disconnected. Disconnection is an illusion. It is not real. We do it to ourselves. Life does it to us, you know, and it just takes some intention to get back to connection. And so it, it's a good idea, Virgo, this month to spend a little time in some solitude, to do some meditation, to intentionally reconnect with whatever it is. If it's just reconnecting to yourself or it's reconnecting to your higher self or your guidance, whatever, whatever you like connecting to, you need to connect because you're feeling a little disconnected. There's a lot of in here this month. I feel like there's quite a bit of feeling disconnected and forgetting to ask for help, forgetting to reach out in these cards. And a lot of times we see that, um, you know, there'll be kind of a theme and I'm seeing that starting to emerge. Um, so everyone got? that I am seeing right now and working with is has a jam-packed head. They are mm -hmm. all trying to think their way out of their feelings right now. And even my advanced students who know that that doesn't work, they're getting all like all up in their head and they're forgetting to like sink down and deal with the emotions. I think they're they're trying to avoid the whatever emotions they're feeling um mm -hmm. by distraction. Or intellectualization, they're just really full in the head. Like, you know how like mascots have a really big head and like they should be falling over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it looks like that to me. Mm-hmm. That's I've been seeing that all week in, in my clients as well. And yeah, it's just time to reconnect. It also means it's time to ground. You know, do some grounding, go outside, get, you know, get your feet in the grass if you can. I know some of you are in the Southern Hemisphere. Please don't do that. Your feet will be cold. But, you know, like doing some grounding things, getting in your body, super important right now. That's part of connection is just getting reconnected into your physical body first mm -hmm. so that you're not just up there in your head. Let's see. Oh, I wanted to get to a couple of comments. A couple of other people said that they uh, found under the banner of heaven triggering as well, even for Christians. Oh, SB, and dude, if you grew up a Mormon like I did, whoa, the language is crazy. But yeah, I can see how it would be, you know, triggering for Christians as well. It's all brainwashing shit, right? Oh, it is. Yeah, it's all brainwashing. Yeah. Let's see. Did we get any uh, more vibes on the Justin Bianco missing? No, we haven't. And I know we just came across the one-year anniversary of Justin going missing. And there's nothing new on Justin. I'm very sorry to say that. I wish there were. I know I've talked with his sister some. But uh, we have watched her updates on that. There's just not been anything, unfortunately. Uh, let's see. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, Kathy, you're wondering. Okay. What is your sign, Kathy? Just let us know. Um, SB, I'm not a Virgo, but I completely relate. I just saw my therapist for the first time after three years. Very helpful. Oh, nice. Good. good. Reaching out there. Uh, Renee, and get your feet in some dirt. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Get your feet into some dirt on a sunny, warm day. Yep. That yes. helps a whole lot. And or a river. Yes, or water. Water is so, so I'm in the helpful. Water. Yeah. Cool. All right. We're going to go on now to Libra. I am a Libra moon. I was going to ask. Libra moon. Okay. Oh, my God. I'm a Libra moon. Are you? Yeah. That's awesome. Emotions. Mm-hmm. Balance. Oh! And did you know that so lots, of, lots of Libra moons are psychics? That is a very psychic um, uh, placement for a moon. Hmm. 
I, I used sense. to produce radio for some very like world-class uh, astrologers. And although I am not an astrologer, over the years, I've, I've picked up nuggets here and there. Sure. <laughs> All right, Libra, what do we got here? Aha, mental conflict. That's very interesting. So when the mental conflict card comes up, it means that you're, you're, you're in a state of discomfort where you've got, you're at a crossroads. There's sort of, you're of two minds about something and mental conflict is uncomfortable and it does push us to change. It pushes us to do something different. And you can't just sit in mental conflict forever because it's miserable. And so you will eventually make a change. And that feels, and I feel that for myself, definitely kind of building over time. And so I think we're going to see a lot of Libras maybe make some changes this month, do some things that are different, let something go that maybe isn't working anymore and um, sort of get to a point where you have to, like you can't not make a change. Mm. Mm. And that kind of goes with the other, like resisting change, but also like when we resist it, that shit keeps coming back around and then it gets something really painful, like a crisis happens that forces the change. Mm -hmm. And enough of that, I think you can start to get ahead of it mentally and emotionally and be like, okay, like instead of going like, oh, this is happening. Why is this happening to me? Like. Why is this happening to me? Like, what am I supposed yeah. to learn from this? Yeah. Because you get those shots across the bow, you know? You get those, mm-hmm. like, warning shots. It's like, you got to change this thing. And if you don't listen, then all of a sudden, like, not all of a sudden, crisis happens. And then you're like, oh, why is this so painful whatever. But because you had chances before to do it before it was super painful. I am speaking for myself. I've totally done this hella times. Mm -hmm. Like I'm trying to both listen to the warning shots, but also like when it's super painful, you know, like when people are fucking doing crazy shit and then they're like extracted from my life right away. It's like, Oh, well, thanks universe for doing the cleanup quicker these days. Right, right, yeah, like, and when you can rec- hurts, but yeah, but when you can recognize it a little sooner, like you're getting pushed in a direction, it's getting more and more uncomfortable. It's mm-hmm. going to keep coming until you do something about it. Yeah, that's yeah, and you can either resist it and make a mess of some mm-hmm. kind, or you can—that's willfulness in what I teach—or you can mm-hmm. do the radical acceptance piece. And that doesn't mean you like it. You don't have to like it. You don't have to talk yourself into not hating the pain. You just have to be like, okay, well, this is happening. Yeah. So what am I going to do about it? Yeah. Well, then you finally put yourself in the driver's seat rather than just letting everything act on you. Right. We call that a rag doll. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that. Possum, you go possum on it. People are uh-huh. going possum right now too. Oh, they're they're so ragdolling much. so hard. Mm-hmm. Oh my! Oh, help me, JD. I'm like, get your head out of your ass. You'll be fine. Right? Yeah. Like, like start, you know what to do. Don't start driving me. the bus. No one's driving the bus, man. You're <laughs> headed for the mountain. Come on. Totally, totally. You got this. You got yeah. this. Yeah. I know you got this. And I would not tell you you got this if I didn't think so. Yeah, absolutely. You know, hello, we've met. Yes, definitely, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> All right, well, Scorpio is next. Scorpio. I don't have any Scorpio in my chart, but I'm I'm the one that likes Scorpios. Cancer and Scorps get along. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My son is a Scorpio. My niece and my brother-in-law are Scorpios. So I know a lot of Scorpios. I'm not real. I don't have much Scorpio either. Am I? Ooh, the Triumph card. Cool. Okay. So when the Triumph card comes in, it generally means that something is coming to an end. Like you've been working towards something. It's working out. It's going to work out. Scorpios have to let themselves win. A lot of times Scorpios have a tendency to be, yeah, but 
They do a lot of the, yeah, but well, you did this and it was great and way to go and good job. Yeah, but it really could have been better or I really fucked this up or next time I'm going to do it differently. So you have to allow yourself to triumph. So often when this card comes up, especially like in this kind of a reading, it means, hey, take the victory lap, have some fun, accept it, allow the win before you have to then go on and change it all to do it again, you know? Yes. Um, that constant striving is exhausting and it's also, there's no joy in that. Like yeah. let yourself bask for a minute, yes, you know? Totally. Yeah. totally. Cause it builds, it builds like the stairs to the long-term increasing quality of life or increasing capacity to experience joy. Yeah. And, and it's kind of like, um, you're banking wins like you're no everybody notices when shit goes wrong why isn't it at least balanced why are we starving on the celebrating ourselves oh programming by society once again Ooh. so yeah noticing the wins is super important it helps to motivate you to keep going to do the next thing it helps to motivate you when the shit hits the fan and you can't remember the good times or right. when you did anything right. Yeah. So you can remember because you acknowledged it. You might be able to draw from that and, and be like, oh, okay. But your overall baseline is going to raise if you're clocking the wins. For sure. For sure. Absolutely. That's a great oh, and, one. And Renee loves, yeah. He's a little Fabio-esque, isn't he, on here? Very. Yeah. I know that's kind of funny. <laughs> that's awesome. Did somebody say that? <laughs> well, Renee said that she loved the uh, the the love novel dude on that card, and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah it's totally Fabio. Like, that's who it is. <laughs> what is it? Danielle Steele. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom used to read those. Yeah. <laughs> There's only like ten thousand of them. Uh huh. There's always yeah the guy with the flowing hair. Yeah. That's funny. Okay, Sagittarians. This is me. This is my sun sign anyway. Yeah, yes, Cranky Fabio. <laughs> Fabio. I haven't seen Fabio in a while. I don't know. I don't know if he's still doing book covers or what he does now. But... That that bird hit him in the face on a roller coaster. Do you remember that? Oh, I'd forgotten about that. <laughs> that was so long ago. But wasn't everybody a little bit like, yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean... I'm pretty much like that anytime I see that happen to anyone, but Fabio, you know, and the hair and everything. That's it's so pretty, perfect. That's it's pretty so fantastic. Perfect. Yeah. I guess, you know, maybe you guys YouTube it. It might be on there. There might be a video somewhere. It'd be worth watching. Oh, there are definitely pictures. I remember pictures. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, my oh God. I love that. That's fantastic. That's awesome. Okay. Sagittarians, accelerated motion. Hmm. So, um, I, it's time to lace up your running shoes. Things are, I feel like for Sagittarians, and of course I'm speaking for myself, but other Sagittarians that I know, things have been a little slow this spring, trying to get things moving, something you're trying to do that is not taking off as quickly as you would like to. This month is the month. Mm -hmm. And it's really important to just be prepared to run with it, you know, um, things never like when you're manifesting you put something out there you want and then we kind of all have this idea of how we think it's going to play out <laughs> which is never how it actually plays out right so you got to be ready to just run in whatever direction you are sent and this is that month so just it's time to be flexible it's time to be ready don't dig your heels in just go with it trust your intuition i feel like you're going to be guided and pushed in lots of directions. Just make sure you're following it, you know, sleep awesome. in your Nikes. If you have to, it's, it's going to, you know, things are about to play out and take off in a way that I feel like a lot of us Sagittarius have kind of been in this weird waiting period and, and things are moving. I love that. Cool. I'm ready yeah. for that. Valley before the peak, but yeah. also like we've done all this legwork for doing our first emotions camp for the general public. Yeah, I've done them for the advanced students, but 
we set everything up, all the shit that I hate, you know, like setting it up on the parents' networks and stuff like that, and active registration, all that crap, that, that admin crap I can't stand. And we have one person signed up. <laughs> but, a, but a principal that I'm friends with of a school was like, oh, no, 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 all these parents here in this area are going to do it like the day before it starts like if like the week before for sure but the day so i'm just like operating as if it's gonna happen yeah putting it all in place if it doesn't we'll do it a different time like whatever but it's it's a like patience thing for sure mm-hmm. oh that's so hard that <laughs> oh i hate it yeah the, i'm um, not great at that there's a card in this deck that is the patience card. And I, <laughs> okay. I, I always refer to it as a four letter word because I am not like, that is not my forte. Yeah. And it's just like that. Like, you know, it's, it's going to happen. It's going to happen, you know, but the waiting is. And, and I think Sag is, we've been in that place for a while and we're finally coming through it. So Sweet. yay. Yeah. Yay. Oh, Cranky, you're right. Fabio did do those butter commercials. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Oh, yeah. The I can't believe it's not butter. Was that it? Oh, my God. That was it. Holy shit. He's he's that guy. Oh, my God. (laughs) So awesome. Hell, yeah. I love shit like that. Oh, man. Okay. Capricorn. And I am a cap rising. The power card. Mm. So this is, there's always kind of a common theme here, but this is the, uh, it's time to take the wheel and drive the bus time. Like it's, it's important that if you want things to move forward in your life, you have to be the one to make that happen. One of the things that I think, I hate the secret, like I love manifesting, but I hate the secret because it's so dumb. Write yourself a million dollar check and then forget it. Yeah, no, that's bullshit. That you still have to do all the work. You still have to be the one doing the job, you know, making it happen. And so, caps, it is a reminder if things start feeling a little out of hand this month to put yourself back in the driver's seat. Make yourself the decision maker and the person moving things forward for you rather than life acting upon you or letting someone else be the driver of the bus. This is not a time to be a passenger. This is the time to be the one behind the wheel. Mm. There are themes here. The activation Mm -hmm. of self. Yeah. Courage, bravery, Mm -hmm. like leap, time to leap. There's no more like edge to the cliff left. You're right up there. It's the only thing left to do is jump. Not thinking about jumping, jumping. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get stuck in that. Yeah. Yes, SB. The secret only takes you 10% of the way. Yes. Um, please, please look up Shakti Gawain creative visualization. It is about a thousand times better than the secret and was also written about 25 years before the secret. Hmm. And it is much more um, about manifesting spiritually and proactively, like doing the work, not just writing the check and waiting for the real one to come in the mail. How can anybody think that that would be the way? I don't know. But, you know, the secret, I think, really messed up a lot of the metaphysical community Hmm. for that reason. It was this idea that you just you know, set it and forget it kind of thing. And it just, it doesn't work like that. And it can, you know, you'll be real disappointed if you, you know, stick with that. Uh, Hey, Chris, welcome for joining. Uh, Glad you're here. Hey, we're doing uh, marching orders. So we're doing readings by sun sign today. So we're not taking individual reading requests, but uh, listen for your sun sign. If you missed it, you will be able to get it in the replay. So let's do Aquarius. Aquarius, this is Rhonda, my wife. Ooh. Movement choices and decisions. So this card is about moving in the right direction in relation to money, relationships, personal growth, and spiritual growth. And so often this card is a validation that you are already doing that but it is about trusting yourself that you're moving in the right direction. So this is about trusting your intuition, trusting what your body is telling you is the right direction. 
And it can mean setting some potentially uncomfortable boundaries. If someone in your life is poo-pooing everything you're doing and the choices that you're making, even though they feel right to you, that might be the time to, you know, stop talking to that person about your dreams. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Or use my line. Yeah, I didn't ask. Oh, nice. That unsolicited. I mean, we were just catching up. I'm just talking about my shit. I didn't solicit you for commentary. I don't want feedback. Hey, can I give you some feedback? No. Yeah. No. No. Absolutely not. Yeah. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. That goes back to that polling thing. Like, a lot of times you don't need to fucking ask anybody. You know what it is. You know it on the inside. You're just scared. So you're like looking for validation outside of yourself instead Mm -hmm. of trusting the process of life and yourself. For sure. That's the time thing too. It doesn't always come right when we think it should. So much so. So much of this is like, can it just be now? Can it just be now? (laughs) Do I not really have to go through all the steps to get me to that place? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's weird because it's the dialectic between like surrender and action like surrender to the process of life while also taking action to it but there's yeah. a tipping point where you're like pushing a river I'd certainly do that as a doer you know like not waiting mm-hmm. yeah. come on like, just yeah. like ease I like that. I, I think the ease part of it is so important that really, generally, it is the path of least resistance for most things that we do, if we allow it, <laughs> unless we, you know, make it a lot harder than it needs to be for ourselves. I also really, truly believe, though, that we are the experts on ourselves and that when other people want to tell you how you should feel, or that's a huge red flag. Like, wait a minute, nobody knows me better than me. I used to work um, a lot with kids with kids with mental illnesses and their parents and parents got really used to professionals telling them what to do. Yeah. I'm like, wait a minute, you're the expert on your child. You know, this kid better than anyone, just like, you know, yourself better than anyone. You have to be able to trust that and accept it. And that's a whole part of that. Word. Yeah. Kathy, who is an Aquarius says, Oh man, I second guess myself all the time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's just fear. It is. Just manage the fear. Just name it. Take some three deep abdominal breaths, calm your central nervous system down, and then write down some ideas of what you can do to problem solve. Yeah. Calmly. Then just do it anyway. Pick one. Yeah. Oh, is it the right one? Just do any one. Well, you know, very few decisions in life are permanent. Nearly everything. If you choose it, you're like, oh, well, I hate this. Well, you right. just, just make another choice. Like right. you're not now locked in for time and all eternity. Totally. Okay. You can do something different with it. Totally. Plus it's instant data too. You trial and error that shit. You instantly know, nope. Yeah. Okay. What's the next? Yeah. That was possible. a definite. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, Pisces. Sam. My Pisces is, they're so nice. Mm-hmm. They're the nicest. Thing. They are very nice. It's true. Aha. The emotional withdrawal card. Mm-hmm. Pisces. What are you avoiding? When the emotional draw, uh, withdrawal card comes up, it's just you, you've been avoiding something. And maybe you needed to for a while. But it's time. It's in your face. It's screaming at you. You can't avoid it anymore. It's time to check back in. It's time to check back in with your body and what you're feeling so that you can move forward. Because that avoidance, that's what makes us think we're stuck. You're not stuck. You're hiding. Scared. Yeah, yeah. You're hiding. Come out from under the couch. And... Yes. Head it in the sand shit. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have a lot to add. I just want I was checking what time in this it was so that I could tell Sam to go back to yeah, 53 minutes. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. And it, you know, it's, it's no judgment and, and please don't judge yourself either. It's just because everybody does this, but when something is like a neon light flashing in your face, you you can't avoid it anymore. You have to come out and you can, but some shit's going to hit the fan and it's going to be super painful and it will hit a crisis point and it'll be way worse. Definitely. Well, you know, (laughs) I think avoidance is way more painful than actually dealing with the thing, you know? Oh my gosh, almost Rip off the Band-Aid, you know? That's so much quicker. Totally. Uh, Two things about avoidance, like um, that anticipatory anxiety. You know, if you have a great imagination, you're probably imagining that it's way worse than it is and all kinds of colorful scenarios of how terrible it is. And then when you finally start, it's almost... Almost never as bad as you made up in your mind that right? it was. That's yeah. point one. Point two is I think if you're avoiding anything, I think it reduces your joy on anything in your life just a little bit. It doesn't have to be like, I'm avoiding some work thing, so my work is a little bit less joyful. No, I think everything is. Mm-hmm. I think if that cloud is hanging out, you cannot have the full experience of joy in your life while you're actively avoiding something. Yeah, absolutely. Well, there's this blunting, you know, this sort of, yes, I, I'm not going to really be... feel everything. Because yes. when you avoid, you, you often can't just pick one thing to avoid. You're sort of doing it with everything. Totally. It requires some form of active passivity or like denial Mm -hmm. you can't just have denial in this tiny little sliver it's denial yeah it takes energy it does it's exhausting yeah so it's gonna fuck up the good parts of your life too it's not it's Mm -hmm. almost never worth it like take a break mindfully and actively take a break from thinking about something yeah that's better than yeah there's no yeah yeah, it's okay to take breaks, but the constant avoidance, no. It's not, not going to work. A day. Take a whole day and watch Avatar The Last Airbender. Just mm-hmm. binge that shit. Don't think about it. And then say, I will do it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. One day isn't going to... And then really do it. <laughs> then yeah. really do it. That's Yeah, if you don't, you're going to feel shame. And now you got shame and fear on board. Sucks. Yeah, not cool. Not cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, SB side note, does anyone follow Teal Swan? Watch the new docuseries called The Deep End. Crazy. It relates to someone telling you what to think or do. I will tell you, I'm going to do a Patreon episode on Teal Swan. We sometimes do, uh, okay. Don't tell me. I'll watch. Yeah. Or won't. Yeah. It's, um, just, it's interesting that, that idea of having someone who just tells you what to think and feel and do. And it happens in the spiritual community all the time. And this is an example of that. Uh, And I want to uh, be very frank about it. And so whenever I'm very frank about something, we do it on Patreon and not on YouTube. (laughs) Just out of self-preservation. When we cover cults, they go in the Patreon because culty people like to come on here and try to kick our asses and stuff. Oh, sucks. Yeah, yeah. So, but yes, the Teal Swan thing is very interesting and watch for that coming up on Patreon this month. I'm going to do a Patreon for it this month. Mm, cool. Yeah. So, and welcome, Kev. Glad to have you here. All right. We are almost done. I think this is Taurus. Oh, no, it isn't. It's Aries. We have two. Damn it. Okay. You think after all these years. I wouldn't, dude. <laughs> SB, I was trying to approach it gently. Yes, thank you. I, I know you were being diplomatic. Right. Watch for it over. If you haven't joined our Patreon, do that. Go to patreon.com, tr- search True Crime Paranormal. It's a nominal fee. We do two extra shows a month over there that only patrons get. And we do cover things that for safety reasons we can't cover or for various other reasons we cover over there. Mm. Okay. Refer to the cult thing with the narcissism book. Yeah, yeah, and we've done a lot of cult episodes. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Uh, For Aries, it's the intuition card. Mm. This is just a reminder to check back in. Where, what is your intuition telling you, and where is it at in your body? Where are you feeling it? 
What are you being pushed to do? And are you avoiding it or ignoring it? Um, intuition is like a muscle. It needs to be exercised. You need to use it on a regular basis. A great practice for you. This is one of Shakti Gawain's practices, but to keep a an intuition journal for a couple of weeks. Every time you have a dream, a gut feeling, a hunch, you know, your heart hurts, whatever those are, you know, whatever language you're using to identify it, write it down and then go back and read through it because you will always be able to validate it one way or the other. If you followed it, you'll be like, oh, I'm really glad I didn't get into that mess. Or if you didn't and you did get into that mess, mm -hmm. you'll be like, damn, I was right. I knew it. Mm -hmm. That's what intuition needs is it needs validation. So practicing some validating of intuition this month, Aries, would be really good for you. Mm, that sort of circles back to the winds, but more in a magic-y, miracle way. Like, mm -hmm. when stuff like that happens, I've tried to discipline myself to write it down. Because I sort of, like, just assume magic is going to happen in my life. Mm -hmm. But banking it like that, I think, ha puts my antenna up for more. For sure. You know, so mm -hmm. I'll, if so, I'm like, oh my God, that happened. I knew that was going to happen. I'll go write it down and then I'll be looking for it better right. than I was before. And I think it just kind of raises my awareness. Plus it's super fun to have a whole bunch of things and maybe look back on the week and be like, oh yeah, that happened. Yeah. That was awesome. I totally made that happen. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. I love that and, and yeah, the validation of it. I mean, it's so great for your self-esteem and your trust of yourself and it grows your intuition. Like those two chakras are connected, your solar plexus and your third eye. You know, the more you trust yourself, the stronger your intuition becomes. So yeah, very cool. Awesome. All right. Last one really is Taurus. Okay. <laughs> you sure? I, I'm pretty sure. I'm sure someone in the chat will correct me because a lot of you guys are better at astrology than I am. Uh, but let's see here. What have Tarians got? Ooh, there is such a theme this month. Trapped in fear. Wow. All right, Taurus. It's kind of like the emotional withdrawal card. Like, what is it that you, what is holding you back? So often we're held back by a fear that PS isn't even real. Like, how often are you terrified that something might happen that has never happened to you, will very likely never happen? One of my favorite ways to deal with this is to tell someone else, someone who loves me, uh, my fear, so they can go, that's not real. That's and then you're like, you're right. It's not. Yes. But sometimes I need someone else to go. Reality testing. That is yes. not real. Yeah. Yeah. That's a thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For sure. The stories we tell ourselves. Fear yeah. is a liar. I saw that in graffiti once um, and took a picture of it and then like made it my screensaver forever. I say that all the time. Yeah. Fear is a liar. Liar. So much. so much. And if you can, you know, if you externalize it too, like the taming your gremlin thing. If the gremlin is some, like, monster that sits on your shoulder and tries to, like, screw you over, then it's the gremlin's job to say all those lies. Then you could be like, mm, mm, yeah, that's not, that's bullshit. Yeah. And there's, that's just an externalization tool so that you don't have to have shame about your own worry thoughts. You can make them the gremlin's thoughts, you know? Like, mm -hmm. there are all kinds of little fun. I like that a lot. Like, do. oh, no, that's just that guy. Good get out of here <laughs> mm -hmm. when we've done emotions camps in the past we've had like every i've had clay and paint and everybody makes their gremlin and then the regular like makes speech bubbles and the regular thing that their gremlin tries to screw them over with like what uh, does their gremlin usually say yeah i can't imagine i mean so many smart people use the word stupid in their like mental self-harm yeah. Real. Stupid. Should. Yeah. Can't. Like mm -hmm. all these thoughts treated as fact. Yeah. That's what fear tricks us. That's what the gremlin tricks us into believing. Mm -hmm. Shit ain't real. That no. cage, that cage on that card isn't there. Right. Yeah. Those, those bars are, are self-induced. So you, all you do, they're gone. Put yeah. your hand through it. It's like going to turning the smoke or something like yeah 
Amy me. says, I am the queen of the worst case scenario. Mm, you know, that can pop. Yeah. I lost my... I That can be useful, though. Like Christy was saying, saying it out loud to somebody, mm-hmm. you can do the worst case scenario thing to yourself or with others. And just seeing it written down by yourself, you'll be like, oh, that shit's not going to happen. Right. Like, yeah. That's, that's why did I... Why would I think that that's never happened? It's not going to happen. Like, there's something about using that as a, like, fence. Like, because we always think it's, that's not going to happen. Right. Like, but that is a useful tool. I, mm-hmm. I worst case scenario shit with people all the time. I'm like, well, what's going to happen? I often, yeah, because I'm so classy. I'm often like, um, you you have a speech. Well, are you going to shit your pants in front of people? <laughs> no. <laughs> like, that's like the worst thing I can think of at the time. You know? Right. Are, are you, you going to throw gonna... up on the crowd? Like... Exactly. It's almost always a bodily function thing that's going to yeah. mortify you. Oh, they're going to say no? That's what the, is probably going to happen? Are, are you going to die from that? No. Yeah. Like, no. It, it looks ridiculous to you when you put it down. And mm-hmm. it's okay. The, the fear is not ridiculous. The thoughts that are generated by the fear, those are ridiculous. We don't, we cling to nothing. We push away nothing. We just watch that crazy shit go by and yeah. don't treat it as fact. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, is it a Chinese proverb? I can't remember. It's um, let your thoughts go by like clouds in the sky. Yes. Yes. I, that's one of my favorites. Like, oh, it's like watching it on a TV screen. It's just going to go on by. You don't have to do anything about it. It's just, it's totally. just your gremlin flipping channels. You know, it's no big deal. <laughs> totally. Totally. There's so yeah. many visualists, clouds, waves. We do, you know, put, put the feelings in a box and put them on the conveyor belt and let them go away. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Very cool. Well, you guys, we are out of time. So thank you for being here. JJ, thank you. Let people know how can they get with you. Such a pleasure. Oh, everything's just Dr. JJ Kelly, D-R-J-J-K-E-L-L-Y. Insta, YouTube, um, dot com. You can find me just with my name everywhere. There you go. Hook yourself up. Do yourself a favor. Christy produced my audio books. So they're all out there in the podcast mm-hmm. world. So if you do a little search mm-hmm. for uh, Dr. JJ Kelly, you're going to find several podcasts that are actually audiobooks. And your uh, Throughout Thursday podcast is out there oh, as well. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, y'all, we will be back next week with, you know, all of our usual content, the murdery stuff and the psychic y stuff, because that's just, <laughs> that's just who we are. <laughs> I don't know why, but it is. Awesome. Go with it. Ride the horse the way it's going. Right. So, JJ, thanks for joining me. My pleasure. Everybody else, thank you for being here. And you know it. We are True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. See you later. 